Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and today we have a very special guest. And that special guest is, drummer please, me. Yeah, that's right. No other guest today. This is episode 13, lucky number 13, so I am interviewing myself. I'm going to be asking questions, the hard-hitting questions that everybody has on their mind. And I'm going to be answering those questions to myself. So, yeah, there you go. That's that's basically the premise. But more seriously, folks, what I'm really hoping to do with the episode today is just kind of catch up with what's been going on over the last few months. I started this podcast January 1st, 2016. Here we are coming up on the end of the first quarter. And I wanted just to let you know how this journey's been going for me. Hopefully, you've been able to listen to all the podcast episodes or at least some of the top ones. And hopefully, you're enjoying it. You're coming back and listening over, you know, over the course of these months and getting something valuable out of it. I want this to be something that you listen to, you enjoy it, and you feel better after listening to it. And I know I feel better after doing them. I get to talk to some really amazing people that have shared their life experiences, their life stories, and their their philosophies, their philosophies. So I really appreciate this opportunity to host and talk to so many amazing people. So today, I just want to recap a little bit about what's been going on, what's coming up, and just share that with you so that you know what where I am in the flow. I had it was really cool. I trained jujitsu this evening, and it was kind of a rough day for me, to be perfectly honest. It started off pretty good, and I got a fair amount of stuff done. And then, um, you know, wife and kid get home, and it was just kind of one of those, like, the freaking storm just came in through the front door, and it was just chaos. And uh, certain things, just I let it get to me, and... and I got kind of bent out of shape and it's just like, man, I cannot wait to get the heck out of here as quick as I can. So I went to jiu-jitsu training, Brazilian jiu-jitsu with the, the homies over there, the, the family, the community. And it was really good sometimes to just get physical activities going, you know, that body flow and be able to just exercise all the negativity out and get it beaten out of me. And I had at the end, one of the, the guys who trains their gym, he said, hey, I found my flow, Winston. I was like, what? Cool, man. What'd you, where'd you find it? What's it What's it about? And he's like, he just uh, was telling tell me about how he, you know, normally he'd fight so hard in these positions and against higher ranked belts, and he would just get beat up or thrown into these positions or just kind of hurt because he was fighting it so hard. And today, in the last couple of days, he said he's just been saying, hey, you know, go for it. Do what you're going to do. I'm going to just kind of roll with it. And it's been working for him because he hasn't been straining so hard. And he's been able to find his flow, meaning just kind of go with it and play off of what the other guy's doing, not fight so hard and hurt yourself. It's, you know, the idea is to have fun and to be able to go with it and just come at it from a, a position of fun and flow versus force and brute strength and anger and fighting against instead of rolling with. And so he, he said that, and that was really cool. I, I appreciated him sharing that with me because, you know, sometimes I do these things like the podcast or these books and this and that and the, the blogging, which I, I definitely want to talk to you about the blogging because that's, that's been something on my mind. 
And sometimes it's like, what the heck do I do this stuff for? Why do I bother? Why? Who cares? Like, who listens to this stuff? And the good news is that people actually are listening to it. So thank you. I've, I check the stats on this stuff. I set goals for this stuff. And I, I've been wanting to be transparent about it as much as I can and try to share with you, the listeners, and anybody following along, like, how is this thing going for Winston? Or, you know, why, what's working? What's not? Oh, I want to do something similar. How can I do it? So I wanted to share with you a little bit about the numbers. So my goal for the podcast was to hit 1,000 listens or downloads by the end of the first quarter. So that's the end of this month. We're in March right now. So the end of March, and we're coming up quick. It's, I think, the 21st today. And uh, we're up to, last time I checked, which was this morning, we're up to like 725 listens and downloads. And so it's, it's coming down to the wire here. And I got like nine days left, I think, this month. And so I really need to step up the marketing and promotions to hit my goal. But for all of you who listened and continue to listen, I really appreciate it because because it makes it meaningful. You know, I could just stand here in my sound booth and talk to myself all night, and I've done that. But it's a lot more fun if I can say something or do something meaningful that will share some kind of message with people out there that could benefit from it. So that's... That's what that's about. Um, another exciting thing is that I actually booked my first platform speaking gig, and it's tomorrow. Yes, and it's early, and I'm not a morning person. For those of you who know me, I, I'm not great at mornings. I'm usually up till pretty late, and then I, I try to, I, I'd say I'm going to go to bed early. I intend it, and then it's like, you know, the wife goes to bed, Bradley's been asleep for a long time, and it's like, man, I can finally get some stuff done. It's quiet in the house. I have everything to myself, and so that's usually when I start working again, and while I do get a lot of stuff done, it makes it kind of hard to wake up in the morning, but I have to wake up, so I got to take the kid to school, and that's great. It's something I enjoy. We have our little morning routine, and that's really fun, and at the same time, if I do it for too long, then the burnout happens or I get physically sick if I don't take the time off when I start hitting that point of no return. So I've been pretty good about recognizing when I'm about to hit that point and I kind of back off and try to get some more sleep. And then I come across like a week like this or, you know, just I've got projects lining up. I've got things coming, deadlines, and I'm staying awake to all hours of the night. You know, right now it's... uh 1045 so pretty early still p.m. that is and but I realized like shoot I didn't have my podcast ready to go for tomorrow morning and I launch it at 8 a.m. and normally have a good amount of them lined up and ready to go it's automatic it's flowing I block my time it's all awesome and flowy and then sometimes I'm like today where it's like I'm scattered because I've had so much going on that I got to play catch up a little bit so that's story of my life friends no it is but it's the story of everybody's life to some extent i would imagine and hopefully not you maybe you're perfect and you got it all figured out in which case you should be sharing your podcast with me and that's that's good but seriously uh, a thing another thing i want to talk to you about is the podcast or the uh, blog the blog i was doing really good with it posting on mondays and on fridays and the challenge with that is I couldn't scale it like I could with the podcast. With the podcast, I can do a bunch of interviews. 
I can set them up, I can have them produced and ready to go out for weeks, months in advance, and that's really cool. The blog, the way I had it set up was I was I had to do it on Monday and I had to do it on Friday, which is kind of cool because then it's like real and I'm really tracking what I'm doing for the week, but it runs into challenges when I have deadlines for other things coming up or gigs or speaking things or this or that and it gets really challenging and then I miss one and then I feel bad about it and then you know then the next one comes around it's like oh shoot I didn't even do last week so then well you know before you know it it's like man blogs out the window later and and, you know people anybody that was following it seriously is like hey what's going on with that what happened weren't you blogging Weren't, weren't you a blogger now you're not a blogger it's like man I don't know I don't know what the story is with that, but what it, what I think it's going to be to make it fair and worthwhile to people that follow it and to make it flowing and worthwhile for myself, I have to make it scalable. That's a big part of everything I do. Everything I put my time and energy into, I like it to be scalable. And what I mean by that is I don't want to have to do the same thing twice if I can avoid it. So, And I don't want to do something where I only get paid once, then I have to do that same thing again to get paid again, and I'm trading time for money, because that, that, the end result of that is, there is no end result of that, you have to keep doing it to keep getting paid, and you'll do that your whole rest of your life, and that's not judging anybody, that's not saying, hey, what you're doing is wrong, or don't have a job, or anything like that, that's not it at all, I'm saying for me, what I, what I aim for, and criteria I use when I'm trying to determine whether a project is right for me or if I'm setting my sights on the right kind of goal is scalability, meaning I can do it once and then I can somehow automate it or replicate it, duplicate it in a way that it can give me some kind of leverage, either time leverage, like I don't have to keep redoing it, or reach leverage where it can reach a lot more people than, you know, one, if I'm doing cold calling or telemarketing, then that's me sitting there making those calls or me out there knocking on those doors. There, That's one-to-one. There's no leverage here. Whereas if I'm doing an email blast, I only write the email once, but it's going out to thousands of people. Or uh, even better, I can sit down and write a bunch of emails all at once, and then those will go out to thousands of people over the course of you know days or weeks or even months. So the leverage there has to be some kind of leverage there for me to be able to scale it and grow it. And so the way I had the pod, the blog, sorry, set up, it wasn't scalable. So I'm going to be revisiting the blog. It's not dead, but it is on hiatus. If you've been looking for it, my apologies. Um, the podcast is still going strong. It's growing every day. I'm really excited about that. I appreciate that. If you know people that listen to podcasts or like this kind of information, then please share it. I really do appreciate it. And yeah, that's that. So I got this big speaking gig tomorrow for a group of women entrepreneurs up in uh, Orange County. And you know, I'm allowed to present my offerings and services at the end. So there's this whole thing. You know, I've been transitioning from being a DJ. I've been a DJ for... Oh, goodness, for like 16 years, 17 years now. And it's been a great ride, great journey. I've got to do a lot of really cool things, play a lot of really neat venues, open for some amazing artists. And it's it's been a great ride. I, I've loved it. I'm at a point in my life where I just don't 
I'm not actively pursuing it anymore. You know, if gigs come my way, and especially for friends or family, then of course I'm happy to do it. I love the referrals. I love working with people I know. I'm just not actively going out and trying to get more DJ gigs. And part of that reason is logistics. Like I don't want to carry gear if I don't have to. Loading gear in and out, in and out, it gets tiring. I know it sounds like it shouldn't be too much, but it wears on you after a while, after a few weeks, months, years. <laughs> it does wear. And the other thing is it's fun. It's good money. So I appreciate those aspects. It is fun. I get to hang out with people that are partying and having fun. And I've been able to do that for a long time, like I said. But I'm not, I haven't been able to share my own music as much that way. I haven't been able to say what I want to say as far as, you know, our time here on earth, friends, is so freaking short. It goes by so quick. And if you're younger, it's, you know, it sounds like some old freaking bitter man <laughs> telling you damn kids what to do and how to live your lives. And that's kind of what I'm doing. I admit it. But that's only out of love because it does go by fast. And maybe you already know that. And some of you young kids are so freaking wise anyway. I'm not trying to take anything away from you. But what I'm saying is for myself, what happened was, you know, I was DJing. I was doing these things. And I had these great opportunities. I was on stage. And there was times I, I was playing some of my own songs. Don't get me wrong. And I did play some live sax and do these kind of things. But I wasn't using it to the extent that I could have. And so I came to a point in life where I just had to take a step back. It was around the time my mom was dying. And just say, like, what the hell am I doing here? Why am I doing this? Why? Just for the money? Like, that's, you know, we got to make money. We got to pay bills. We got to put food on the table, all that good stuff. But what else? You know, what, what kind of legacy am I going to leave? What kind of things are people going to think about when I'm gone? Like, is it just poof? All right, you know, moving right on. Or can I set something up or do something that will have a big enough impact on the world that it will be memorable or do something good in perpetuity? Some, some kind of system that will scale beyond even my being here. That's for me what I really strive to do. I've got a kid, you know, I want him to have a better world than the world that I grew up in and that not that it was horrible, but stuff's kind of crappy in some respects. You know, we, we still live in a great country. I'm not dissing that. I appreciate where I live very much. I'm very thankful to all of our military, our veterans and the people that are have done what they've done to, to be able to allow us to be in this country and for me to speak freely here to you through the internet, you know, of all things and magic and all these great things. It's, it's super, super appreciated. And that's why it's so freaking important that I use it and do something with it. Cause if I'm just another freaking schmuck up there, you know, playing top 40 songs and no diss to the people that do that, you know, I love you guys and gals. I'm not, I'm not dissing you. I've done it myself for years, but for me, I just, I, I want to make the kind of money and even better, but I also want to use that time wisely and say something that's going to help people. That's what it boils down to, okay? So I don't want to go on too much about that because I already have, but I did want to try something crazy because I do have this gig tomorrow and it is my first speaking gig that is like an official speaking gig, and but it's also my first keynote concert, my first real deal keynote concert. So I'm going to play some guitar for you guys. I'm, gonna tell, I'm actually going to practice my story for you right here because 
it's a lot easier because you're not actually here <laughs> to look at me and look at the awkward facial uh, positions that I'm making. And I'm going to be singing some guitar and some songs and telling my story. So I'm going to try it out on you. Hopefully, it's awesome. I'm going to do a shorter version because I got to get going and actually prepare some other stuff for this for this gig tomorrow. So I'm going to tell this this short story and sing the song, and then I'm going to let you go. So, okay, yeah. So take a breath. Take a breath. Chill. So, this story started, take, takes place almost, coming up on a year ago. It was about nine months ago, and um, I was working. I was at home working in my office, and as an entrepreneur, as a person who works for themselves, it's very important to manage our time, right? We only have so many hours in the day. And if we're not on it and we're not focused and busy during those times, not necessarily busy, but focused and doing things that are important to the bottom line and to getting things done, then the whole day can slip away. And so one practice that I was trying to re reinsert into my life and really practice was staying distraction-free during my working blocks. So not answering the phone, not answering Facebook, not being distracted at all, just staying focused for these two-hour blocks. So I'm at home, I'm working, I'm doing great, and I see the phone ring, and I see the name on it, Nicholas. I haven't talked to Nicholas in forever, but I let it go to voicemail because I'm on task, I'm focused, I'm proud of myself. Good job, me. Moving on. Work, work, work. The end of the day, I listen to the message. Hey, Winston, it's Nicholas. I'm having a singer and some music at the store this weekend. Yeah, that's right. It's a singer. She's going to, she's great. And she's going to be singing. We're having an event down at the store. It'd be great if you could come out and, uh, you know, hang out. So that was cool. I was like, oh, wow. You know, good for him. Nicholas is cool. He's a good guy. I've known him for, for some years and, and maybe that's something, who knows, maybe I'll be in that area and I'll stop by and say hi and check it out. But I didn't want to call. It was night. And I was, had other things to do. Next day, I'm at school. I'm teaching music. And it's lunchtime. Lunch break. And I noticed I missed a call from my friend Patrick. Who I also hadn't heard from in years. And listen to his voicemail. And his voicemail says, Hey, Winston. You know that, that situation that happened in Chula Vista yesterday? That was Nicholas. It's like, what? What situation? So I go on Google and look it up, and I see that there was a SWAT standoff in Chula Vista. Like, what is this? And I read a little bit further, and I see that there had been some kind of altercation or some kind of disagreement between Nicholas and his family and the family that lived across the hall from them. And, you know, this is all third party. I wasn't there. I don't know all the facts. All I know is what the news reported and, you know, who knows how accurate all that is. But the, the basic consensus is there was someone living in the house with Nicholas, maybe his daughter or his um, niece, something like that, who had been bullying one of the kids that lived across the street or across the hallway, I'm sorry. And the parent of that kid had confronted Nicholas on some occasions or 
um, o- over the year, over a year, this had been going on where they had some kind of beef, some kind of argument, some kind of dissonance. And dissonance is like, you know, disharmony. Instead of harmony, which sounds good, or unity, which sounds exactly the same as perfectly in sync, dissonance is two notes that just grind. They don't sound good. They, there's tension, physical tension there, right? Or tension that you can sense. And this had been going on for a year. And on this particular day, the man who was not Nicholas, the other man, had had enough. And as Nicholas was preparing his car, he was going to take his son to school, the other man shot him multiple times. And then he took his family inside and basically holed up inside of his apartment while the police and the SWAT team came and surrounded the place. And he held his family hostage for, I think it was 10 hours, and probably saying goodbye. You know, he probably at that point realized that he'd gone down a one-way path. You know, there's kind of no going back after something like that. So eventually he did let his family go free, and they got away safely, and then he turned the gun on himself. And there's no... There's no winners in this story, unfortunately. You know, it's it it could have been possibly resolved at some point, but it wasn't. And whose fault it was, I'm, I wasn't there. I'm not trying to blame or judge. That's not my my role. It's not my it's not thing I want to do. What I feel horrible about is that now there's four kids. Nicholas had two kids, and this other guy had two kids. Four kids that are growing up without their dads. And they are the ones that my heart really goes out to. And the wives, of course, you know, their moms, now they're widows, both growing out without growing going on without their husbands. And they're still living across the hall from each other. As far as I know, last time, you know, so this is this is a kind of a horrible tragic story and you know, I felt horrible on the one hand. I hadn't gotten back to Nicholas, but on the other hand, it, that wouldn't have really changed too much because obviously this other thing had been going on for a long time and it had reached the breaking point. So when I heard all this, my thoughts were, what good could possibly come out of this? If there was some kind of lesson to be learned or something that I could somehow possibly do that would help these kids going forward and help other people who are in similar situations where they're being picked on or bullied or, you know, the parents aren't doing anything or there just seems to be no help and no escape. And it seems like in a case like that, like I can totally understand how he, how that other father must have felt, you know, you want to protect your kid. You, that's, you just do, right? So what my thoughts were, is kind of revolves around this idea of putting together a fund or scholarship for those kids, but based on this idea of helping them to heal these wounds and helping other people who are in similar situations that to help them turn it around so it doesn't become a pattern for the rest of their life because obviously that's a traumatic experience for both sides and again there's no winners in that situation it's just a lot of pain 
So what if there was a way that we could just kind of like share this story and hopefully help people see that it doesn't make sense to hold on to a grudge like that. It doesn't make sense to take it to that extreme. You know, there's got to be opportunities to resolve or at least go around the conflict or avoid it somehow. And yeah, sometimes you have to stand up and protect yourself. Sometimes you got to fight. So are there ways to be able to do it in a non-violent way or a non-lethal way, but still reach those same, the, the you know, a, a more healthy end, some something where everybody can walk away maybe and go on with their lives and agree to disagree. So that's that's the story that I wanted to share with you guys. And I believe that something good will happen of it. And I want to help be some of that positivity if I can. So I wrote this song and I've never performed it live for anybody. So I'm going to perform it for you guys right now. I'm not going to redo it. It's just a one-time shot. Hopefully it sounds good with this mic and the way I'm set up. I'm going to adjust the mic a bit. So hopefully it doesn't mess up the sound. So hang on. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> oh, I gotta save my voice for tomorrow too. Gotta start thinking about these kind of things. All right, so hopefully it sounds okay. If I knew that this was the last time you'd call me, what would I say? Would I do like I always do, like some average day? Or would I be more focused on what you got going on Undivide my attention Maybe write you a song Like What's the cost of dissonance And holding strongly To a grudge Best just to forgive We've got to show those children love Well what's the cost of dissonance Holding strongly To a grudge best just to forgive we've got to show the children love you've got to show your children love people come in so many different shapes and sizes sometimes it's easy to see the worst which of us could be a better friend i don't know but i'll go first cause i know you've got to be you and you know that i've got to be me Decisions that we make every single day can affect us infinitely. That's why I ask you, what's the cost of dissonance? And holding strongly to a grudge, best just to forgive. We've got to show those children love. Well, what's the cost of dissonance? Holding strongly to a grudge, best just to forgive. We've got to show the children love you've got to show your children love 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 got to show the children love 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 Got to show each other love, 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 love. Got to show each other love, 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 love. Uh. Got 
show each other love. Wish that we could start a new beginning. Just start it all anew. Could we uplift one another? Could I count on you? Could you count on me to see the best things in you? Could we forgive one another in this lifetime? Here we too well now that we have consonants holding strongly to our love. Feels good to forgive. We found that unity in love. Well, now that we have consonants holding strongly to our love. Feels good to forgive. We found that unity in love. We found the unity in love. Love, 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 love. We found unity in love. Love, 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 love. Found. Unity in love, 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 love. Found the unity in love, 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 love. Found the unity in love. All right, friends. Well, that is my story for you this evening. Thank you for staying tuned. I appreciate your support by listening, by sharing, and I, any feedback. If you want to send anything to me, you can go to Facebook. That's find your uh, Facebook.com/slash Find Your Flow. And if you are on iTunes, it's Find Your Flow Podcast, or you can go to the website FindYourFlow.com forward slash podcast. And I do, again, just want to thank you guys so much for listening. It means the world to me. <sighs> Wish me luck tomorrow. I'm excited, I'm nervous, I'm tired, but I got stuff to do. You know how it is. No sleep club, right? So thank you again for tuning in, guys. Take care. And until next time, my friends, be flowing. <laughs>